TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Thanks for listening to the Hot Corner On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety checkup including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, this is Fair or Foul, everybody's favorite. We do it at the bottom of the second hour every single week. We'll be back next week at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. as we'll have the Ducks Coaches Show following their hosting of my Cougs. And who do they play after that? Arizona? Is it Arizona in two weeks? Mm, If so, man, that's a scary one. Always a scary one if you're a Duck fan, but so is Wazoo. Yeah. But unless you watch the Arizona-Wazoo game, let me tell you, you ain't worried about nothing, amigo. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Unless Cam Ward decides to not vomit all over himself, but I think that is poltergeist style. Uh, This is fair or foul. Before we turn it over, Jordan, I'm going to hijack the segment for a hot second. I like it. And I will ask you, Jordan, fair or foul? The winner of Astros-Rangers Game 4 wins the series. Hmm. The winner of Game 4 of the Astros-Rangers wins the series. I'm I'm going to say, let's see, that's, that's so weird. I'll go fair because I think it's going to be the Rangers, and a 3-1 lead would be devastating to come back from for Houston. It's not like it's not possible. It is, but Texas up and down. We've been talking about it. Go podcast the show if you want to hear the specifics about each of their bats that we've been talking about, how good they are. I just think 1-9, to they are too good, and they've got good pitching that's been above their station all year. So, no, a fair foul, I'd say fair, the winner of Game 4, and I do not think it's going to be the Astros. I think it will be the Rangers will win the series. I'm with you. I do think winner of Game 4 wins the series because it either puts Texas in the throttle, um, ready to put the hammer down and end it, or... Houston's back in it and you're death by a thousand cuts and before you know it it's game six and they're celebrating going to the World Series and they're in Texas tomorrow you know they're playing at what was the ballpark in Arlington I can't remember what the hell they call it now Great American Ballpark something Texas is all about great big stuff so there you go the <laughs> great so big, big Texas stadium it's so great let me tell you nobody's seen how great or Grossman is uh, yeah talk talk to Enron Field uh, over in Houston yeah paging Enron paging uh, what was it Jeff Skilling paging CEO Jeff Skilling <laughs> alright without further ado we'll turn it over to the normal host of our Fair or Foul segment 
Jordan Schultz. I appreciate it. I actually, uh, we only have three this week. That's you great. T- you took some time, so I kind of figured I'd try to shorten mine. So we are sticking with the ALCS and continuing a little bit of the Max Scherzer conversation. But fair or foul, Max Scherzer returned too early to pitch in game three of the ALCS. Coming back from that injury, maybe feeling a little pressure because of the big contract or just he's a, because he's a competitor, came back and the Rangers started him, gave him a 70-pitch hook for the ALCS. It did not work very well for them at all today. Uh, fair. Big fair. I think he came back too early. He's going to have to have surgery, it sounds like. It sounds like that shoulder, that shoulder is not in a good spot. And if you watch today... None of his pitches were in a good spot either. So, yes, I think he was rushed back early. What I what I think is going to be the most interesting aspect about Scherzer going forward is Bochi. Is I think Bochi threw him in there today saying, you know what, we can lose this game and I'm not worried about that. No manager will ever say that publicly. But I think Bochi says to himself, hey, this is high risk, high reward. If he goes out there and gets shelled, who cares? We're up two to one then. We'll be just fine. But if he goes out there and does vintage Scherzer and we have a chance to go up 3-0, I'll take that risk. And that's what I think went down today. So the real question is, I believe Montgomery will start tomorrow. I believe Eovaldi in Game 5. The real question is, does Scherzer start in Game 6? Did Bochy see all he needed to see? Because I think there's guys out there, I think even though Alex Cora is a good manager despite me not liking him, I think Alex Cora would put him out there in game six. Dave Roberts, you damn right he's putting him out there in game six. Yeah. Uh, even Joe Torre or uh, uh, La Russa or, I mean, hell, even Terry Francona, who I revere, I think they would all put Scherzer out there in game six. I don't know if Bochy's that guy. I think Bochy's the kind of guy that looks at him and says, hey, man, take a seat. We're going to throw gray, and you'll be ready in the bullpen. And if I need to bring you in the fifth, I'll bring you in the fifth. Yeah, guys like him and Dusty Baker have seen it all. I yeah. feel like they're they're the more reasoned, kind of just sit back and kind of let it happen in front of them and then play the situation out and make the best decision they, they can with all the info they have. Which is why I want this series to go six or seven, is I want to see what Bochi does with Scherzer. Because I don't want to go to the World Series if Texas wins tomorrow and then wins game five. I don't want to go to the World Series with Scherzer on the mound game one and Schwar bombs and Harper <laughs> bombs and Turner bombs and Real Muto bombs and deep drives to left by Castellanos. I don't want to see that in game one of the World Series. I want to see the drama before it unfolds. So if he does throw and Texas does get to the World Series, then I think we really know what Bochy will do with Scherzer. Yeah, I also, I agree that this is fair. I think Scherzer returned too early. It's obviously a situation of is a guy that's at 60% that's won a Cy Young or two, is he better than my fourth Future or Future first guy? ballot Hall of Famer, yeah. I'll take a flyer. And we're, we're trying to weigh it. And as you said, I do agree he came back too early. However, as we've pointed out, this was maybe somewhat not a gimme game to Houston, but it's okay in Bruce Beaudry and Mike Maddox's mind if I lose this game. Every manager, of course, wants to sweep every playoff series they get into, but we're realistic. They know that's not going to happen, and as we're just talking about this very old-school kind of... I don't really feel like they plan things like some of the analytics guys do before the game. Bochy and Dusty Baker making that decision in the moment. I think Bochy is too smart to, to know, like, it's baseball, man. You lose games. And I think tonight he said, I'm willing to lose this game. And Dusty Baker probably went into this game and said, I cannot lose this game. Exactly. I cannot lose this game. He pulled Javier when he needed to, and he brought in all the studs while they were up. You know, Abreu gave up a run. 
Neris gave up two runs, but Dusty Baker said, I have to have this win tonight. Yeah, I have to. Just because of that reason, I really wish wish that uh, Brochi would have gone with Haney or Gray. Just somebody yeah. else and then maybe through. I'm with you. Through Scherzer in late. All right, fair foul number two. <laughs> Dave Roberts has kept his job. Oh, God. Are we doing this? We are doing this. The uh, Dodgers have come out and, uh, what was it, Andrew Friedman or whichever one of their suits that makes a lot of money to make stupid decisions announced that Dave Roberts will be back as manager in 2024. I'm not shocked. Um, I'm not shocked either. But I, I, I am a little... They maybe took a week before making that call. They took less time, or they took a little bit more time than the Mariners to make the decision, but they made that decision very quickly. So fair or foul, I know they've already appeared in a couple of World Series. They won the COVID World Series. They've made the National League Championship Series. I think five out of seven years, Dave Roberts has been there. So fair or foul, the Dodgers will never appear in another World Series with Dave Roberts at the helm. Ooh. Fair or foul? Because I, I know you don't like him. Dirty question. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not the biggest fan of him, Ooh. but he's had success. So will sure, he get of to course. another World Series? Well, I think what's what's interesting, and I think a lot of this is going to be Roberts' scapegoat. Okay. Which is why, you know, this is the second year of the six, seven years that he's been there that we've been asking the question at the end of the season, should he go? I'm not shocked they brought him back. But it's the second time we've had this conversation which leads me to believe, is next year a make-it-or-break-it kind of year for him? The flip side is the Dodger organization has run very well. That minor league system has run very well. They are not stupid people in that front office. This team has a lot of issues. You can pile up regular season wins. The Braves, I would argue the Braves didn't show up. They don't have a lot of issues. The Braves just kind of didn't show up. The Dodgers, you can compile wins against, you know, Colorado and a fading Dodgers team and an underperforming Padres team all year if you want. But when it came to the playoffs, it exposed they have a lot of problems. They need starter depth. They need bullpen depth. They need batting depth. They need depth all over the place. And so I think his job is going to be safe until they start correcting those. The question is... Will he outlast it? I don't think they'll win another World Series. And it's a shame because Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are two of the best players in baseball. Will Smith is a great upcoming player. I don't think he has the chops to do it. And I think that the Dodgers are at least two or three years away. Bobby Miller is great. Yeah. Um, but if Kershaw goes, is Bobby Miller your ace? Got that kid Pepio as well. Right. But is, is, if Kershaw were to retire, is Bobby Miller your opening day starter? If so... Bring the alarm. No, nah, they'll bring back Urias, probably. They'll say, ah, oh, he got past the charges. He's, he's back. We, maybe we got Bauer's him back. We got him back on the mural. So I'll, I'll, I'll say fair. Yeah, I don't think they win another World Series with Dave Roberts at the helm. I'm going to add to your point and say fair as well. Just because there's such a... I think MLB does try to have some sense of parity. They don't want the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series. You know, they'd much rather have Phillies be whoever the hell's going to win in the AL. I assume they want Phillies Astros. Exactly. But, but you know, for, for the uh, for the repeat and everybody going to be advertising that out their booties. But um, with Dave Roberts at the helm, they've already had so much success. It, it is just hard to sustain a World Series appearance, NLCS, World Series appearance, NLCS. I will say fair because I do think his best time are behind him. They had a lot of really good players. Bellinger's moved on. 
Mookie Betts is there, but Corey Seager's moved on. So they don't Justin have Justin Turner's moved on. Yeah, they don't have that core Trevor Bauer's gone. Julio Urias is gone. Yeah. Max Scherzer is gone. Yeah, I'll say fair. I will say fair yeah. just because of that. All right, last fair or foul question. I had to throw my Mariners in. Had to. So Mariners GM Jerry DePoto flubbed up big time when he said that he was asking Mariners fans um, for their patience more as a favor to them because their success at winning 54% of their games each year is exactly what they're trying to do. And teams sometimes that shoot for the moon too fast, too hard, end up falling on their face, and it's a trudge through the shoot mud. Shoot for the, the moon, team. and you'll land amongst the stars, or you'll burn up in the atmosphere. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and so Jerry DePoto, he really stepped in and had to come out and apologize basically the next day on a local Seattle sports radio station. So fair or foul, uh, since then we haven't really heard from him much. Fair or foul, GM Jerry DePoto has done the right thing by shutting up and staying silent since his 54% comment. Well, he, you should, what you should do is you should check out, he went on Brock and Salk yes. on their podcast the next day. Did you hear that when he kind of talked about, that, that was the apology. I was trying to be funny, Yeah, that was but the apology. I'm not a funny yeah. guy. Um, Idiot. I'll tell you what, I felt this at the time. I thought the reaction to, to DePoto was a little over. Okay. I, I thought it was a little much. And the way DePoto explained his, in his apology, quote unquote, if I'm being honest, reminds me of me. He tried to make something make sense and it didn't. And he had to go back. What he is saying and what I learned from his apology and what I initially thought is he is saying in baseball, yeah. if you are constantly in the conversation, more often than not, the stats show it. Not only do you appear in a World Series, but you most likely win a World Series. And I think that is what he was trying to say. And so to go out there and say, hey, whoops, did not come off. Obviously, we don't want to be mediocre, but we need to build a team that has long-term sustained success. Deuces, I'm out. I thought that was great. I thought it was the best move to do. You know, I think DePoto will get another job if he is fired. It might not be a sexy job. It might be like, Go build the Rockies, and then right when they're about to pop, we're going to fire you. Or the Marlins or something, yeah. yeah. But this, the, I think this buys him time there. I think he says, look, guys, this is the plan. I'm just an idiot. I will add, I, I think fair. He he did the right thing by shutting up as well. I was extremely upset as a diehard Bleed the Teal Green Mariners fan. I was amongst the many, many fans screaming at him. Just like, what the hell are you saying? What are you doing? It seems like you don't care. It was nice to hear him just admit, you know what? I word saladed myself. And I text you the next day. I was mm. like, ha, Patrick, you were right, dude. Yep. You, you said that he just talked himself into a hole and yep. essentially couldn't get out. And that is, unfortunately, with, with those comments, just trying to sound like the smartest guy in the room, maybe pulling back the curtain a little too much. Sure. You know, because th there is a baseline, of course, that you want to win every single season. And as they've developed a plan in Seattle, it's obvious that they're shooting for the postseason. And he just failed, I think, to to aggregate that in a, in a, in a good way, and in I a very loquacious way. Yeah, I think he was trying to get ahead of it because this is a disappointing year. This is a disappointing oh, yeah. year. And, it's huge. And fans have every right to be pissed. And I think he was trying to jump in front of it. He just puked on himself. And he it's just like, cam ward himself. And you can't do that. You can't say, I'm sorry, you can't try to shine this turd and say this wasn't a disappointing right. year, which what what he was trying to do, it's like, hey, we got to our goal. We don't care 
they didn't make the playoffs after making them for the first time in 20 years last yeah. year. You know you signed a bunch of idiots during the offseason. Ragtags that didn't do anything. You needed a big bat. So now you need to go get Otani and another big bat yeah. and either replace Teoscar or re-sign him. Because that you talk about, oh, they need a big bat, but they got to keep Teoscar as well. Yeah, but I, 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 think, I think you said it best is he probably pulled the curtain back too much. Yeah. When Voldemort sat next to me on this show and DePoto was in Anaheim, we buried him all <laughs> the time. Did. Especially Mike. Mike was, this guy is a joke. <laughs> Josh Hamilton, CJ Wilson, Albert Pujols, you name it. Oh, he hit on Mike Trout, but he got lucky that 16 teams ahead of him didn't take Mike Trout. Yeah. So we used to bang on him. I think he's doing a great job in Seattle. I really do. I think he pulled the curtain too far. Yeah, I, I like what he's doing. I'm really, I'm starting to question Scott Services' game management, sure. though. So, so if we have one more year next year in Seattle where this is like a, a question in July, or they're fighting for the playoffs, they gotta go get a has been there before. They gotta go talk to Joe Madden, Joe Girardi, somebody that's effing been there before. I think Scott Service is a he's a journeyman catcher. I think there are plenty of issues with the Mariners. I don't think Depoto's one of them. No, I I, I hear you, and I liked his his crow eating the next day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.